Hello everybody, my name is Colin, and welcome back to another Alithia Ministries podcast. Uh, today we're going to mix it up a little bit. Uh, instead of me going um, verse by verse and kind of breaking down my thoughts on each verse, uh, today we're going to read all the verses at once, <clears throat> and then we're going to uh, discuss it. Discuss it. Um, uh, keeping up the track of uh, being controversial, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about IVF and abortion today. So again, I'm just going to read all the verses just back to back, give a quick summary of the verses um, as I do each one, but then we're going to tie them all together and then we're going to talk about them. So again, uh, I know I said last podcast that we were going <laughs> to change what uh, translation we were reading from, but we're sticking with the uh, King James Version of the Bible. So starting with Psalms 127, verses 3 through 5. Lo, children are an inheritance of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. As arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, so are children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. So uh, these verses are talking about how children are a blessing. That is a very common theme in the Bible. And Psalms, obviously, uh, really enjoys digging really deep into themes in the Bible and really pronouncing that and really glorifying that. And once again, reading from Psalms, this time chapter 139, verses 13 through 14. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. And then jumping down to Jeremiah, chapter 1, verses 5. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I adored thee a prophet unto nations. So these two verses, uh, Psalms and Jeremiah here, <clears throat> uh, full context, Jeremiah, this is God speaking to his prophet. That's why we're using uh, first person for when God is talking. <clears throat> and the, these two verses are where we get... The idea, really common verse that gets thrown around when people are talking about abortion, uh, the idea of God knit you in your mother's womb. And uh, final verse, we're jumping down to Matthew 18, verses 14. <clears throat> Even so, it is not the will of your Father, which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. Um, once again, a very common theme. Uh, this is Jesus speaking, again, uh, just for context in Matthew here very common theme where Jesus talks about uh, that the little ones or the children are a beautiful gift from God the Father. And that, what was in just reading from that again, that one, so I'm just going to read the whole thing again. <laughs> this is a very powerful verse that gets thrown around a lot also. Even so, it is not the will of your Father, which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. <clears throat> Very common verse gets thrown around the idea, some translations read about the millstones being 
tied to someone's neck or their feet and being drowned at the bottom of the ocean or the bottom of the sea, that that would be more fit or more deserving than that person to go on to harm a child. So again, the Bible is just full of symbolism and ideas that it is unjust and one of the most heinous acts that you can go on to harm one of God's children. And then that's where we go into abortion and IVF. Now, at first glance, um, these two issues might actually seem a little uh, disconnected. They both obviously have to do with children. Um, But just beyond children in the womb, these are actually very deeply similar ideas. And they both come from the idea that children aren't actually people, that they're actually property. It's something to be owned. It's something like some form of designer bag that the mother has. So I wanted to dig into that idea. Um, This is another idea very much like a marriage and divorce that we talked about in our last podcast that has become very warped and there's not a very clear understanding among Christians about uh, what God wants and for our lives and for the lives of others. And even the definition of good has become very warped. So I also just wanted to mention one last thing before uh, we go on to break down these verses. Um, there isn't an overt verse in the Bible that says abortion is murder. And that is truly just because that was common sense up until about 50 years ago. And uh, I'm not going to go into too much of the history of abortion, but I just wanted to mention that real quick, because that some people are truly confused by that, about how abortion is seen as murder. And you will even hear a lot of people who will claim to be Christians and support abortion. And they will say there's no verse in the Bible explicitly saying that abortion is murder. And then we can point to the Ten Commandments saying that you shall not murder, you shall not kill. And some people are truly convinced that that is not murder. So I just wanted to uh, just I just wanted to mention that real quick because I know there actually is a lot of misunderstanding out there about that. <clears throat> so moving on to the breakdown of these verses, um, I just wanted to mention again. Uh, these, this, the beautiful verses talking about how God knit you in your mother's womb, uh, really ties into the idea. Again, a lot of themes in the Bible. Uh, one of the themes is that God has a plan for your life, that you aren't here by mistake. Uh, God didn't mess up on the cosmic assembly line and just throw you into existence. Uh, God has a deep personal relationship with you and he has a plan for your life. And going back to Jeremiah, uh, Jeremiah being one of his prophets, that was God's plan for him, how God sanctified him and created him in his mother's womb, how even when you are a, you can't even be seen by the human eye, you are so tiny, God has already given you the dignity of being a person created in his own image, and how Sorry, I'm getting. <laughs> this is just a very, uh, this is a very uh, tough topic topic for some uh, to talk about. But just the idea of you can be someone that has been given the full dignity of God, and 
someone else throws that away. And now I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna talk too much about slavery. That can be an additional uh, podcast. But that that is why everyone on Earth reacts with such frightfulness when uh, slavery is seen. It is one person owning another person and throwing away their humanity and their dignity that has been given to them by God. And abortion is the same exact thing. You are stripping this other person of all of their humanity and killing them in the case of abortion. And now moving on to IVF. Um, for those who don't know, I probably should have led with this, sorry, <laughs> for those who are confused by this, but IVF stands for in vitro fertilization. And it is where um, science basically gets involved in the creation of human life. Um, the most common form is where um, a male and a female can't uh, produce a kid the old-fashioned way, <laughs> and science will then get involved and some form of a procedure is done uh, that can be um, a couple different ways, but I'm just going to leave it at a procedure without getting into all the details. So that um, an egg is actually fertilized and then it can be implanted back into a the mother or a different woman to be a surrogate. And if you step back just for a moment, you can see how this is actually just it's just a crazy idea that we are talking about the magnificent fact of human life in such cold and calculated medical terms and i think we're just so so surrounded with that in our modern day and culture that we don't actually see what a farce that is you know you will hear about parents and doctors and grandparents, anyone that is around the birth of a human being. And it is just a, you will, they will all almost, almost everybody will have the same experience. It is something that they can't put into words, the magnanimity and the wonder of this baby being brought into the world. It, it transcends human reason. The, it is just such a beautiful thing. And then for us to go on, to take all the emotion out of life, out of everything, is just it is just absurd, and I don't think we take a step back enough to actually think about that. But uh, coming back to <clears throat> um, kind of tying it back to abortion, IVF, I had mentioned that why these two things are similar is because it treats human life as property and takes away the dignity. And some of you may see where I'm going with this. Um, when you have a doctor or science involved in creating a human life, that in itself is actually revoking the dignity of the new baby being created. A baby actually has a right to be created. The I'd mentioned the old-fashioned ways of a joke, but truly... Uh, we don't think about really in our modern culture about what rights this this new baby this child has it's all about the rights of the parent oh the parent wants a child so then the parent the parent has a right to something that means you get that 
you can't revoke someone's right away. And if you do revoke someone's right away, that makes you a criminal. You can't take someone's right away. They have the right to life. They have the right to liberty, the right to happiness. And if you try to take that away, that makes you a, that is an evil thing that you are doing. So then we use this word, the parents are right to a child. Well, what does that make you if you quote unquote revoke that right from the parent? That That is an evil thing you're doing, but that's actually not the case. You don't as an individual have a right to a child. Now, obviously, once that child is born, this is your child now, there are certain rights that come along with that. But the simple fact of the child, you don't actually have a right to the child. And once you do make that argument, once again, you've boiled it down to just property and possession. This is something that you possess. This is something that makes you happy. And a child can make you happy, and that's a good thing. But that doesn't give you the right to it. Now, the child, on the other hand, has many, many, many rights when it comes to the family. The child, as I mentioned before, the child actually does have the right to be created by his mother and father. It is actually not a good thing to start bringing in all these other additional people into the procreative act and even just wording it that way i think most people would scoff at that idea but that actually is what it is multiple people are being brought in to the procreative act and then when you bring up the idea of a surrogate this is a woman who gets paid to have two other people have put their child inside of her gestate this child inside of her birth the child and then basically have that child taken away from her and return to that child's um, actual parents. And that, again, is a such such a ridiculous idea that you can rent out a woman's body. Talk about taking away the dignity of a child. How undignifying is that for you where you are selling your body so that two other people can put their child inside of you. What a ridiculous idea. And then you gestate this child inside of you. You There is an actual bond that happens with this child that is inside of you. And then you birth this child and it's just taken away from you. Now, it's obviously not your child, but in some sense it is. And as you can see, there's just so many issues that arise from this happening. So I just wanted to touch on those two things, abortion and IVF. Um, just to recap real quick, a child has rights. The child has dignity. Yes, even the child, before you can see him with the human eye, is adored and glorified with the sanctity of God. This is a child of God. Just I'm going to read the verse from Jeremiah again. It's just a, such, such a beautiful verse. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. And I adorned thee a prophet unto the nations. So, once again, very controversial topic, even among Christians. I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings. Um, I know that many people are have been impacted by this personally and 
uh, with the topic of IVF. I have cousins that have been born through IVF. Um, I know a lot of people hearing the idea that IVF isn't a good thing. Uh, they will get defensive over people they know that have been created through IVF. Just, I'm not saying that these people don't have rights. They do. But the point I'm trying to get to is that IVF in itself is not a good means. Just going back to the old cliche that the ends don't justify the means. And obviously God can turn all sorts of evil into good things. And if IVF is a good, or if IVF is an evil thing, but someone being born out of it is a good thing, then that is, that is in God's hands. But it doesn't mean that we as people should pursue this evil thing and hope that God can turn it into good. So I hope, um, once again, just not trying to, not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. If you have an opinion on it, please feel free to leave a comment, email us. We will get back to you. We can discuss it. Um, and just uh, some quick updates uh, for the future of the podcast. Um, I've been talking with Joseph, um, the founder of Lithium Industries. Um, we're going to have him on the podcast uh, within the month. We're going to do a bit of this interview style I've been mentioning. Uh, we're going to chat about... Uh, religion, theology, we're going to chat a little bit about Lithia. Um, so if you are interested in that, uh, please listen to that. Uh, we won't be diving into uh, topics or Bible verses, or uh, he might bring up some Bible verses, but <laughs> there's going to be no scripted Bible verses, uh, no topics being brought up. Um, we're also going to, it's not really an interview because it's going to be myself, but I'm also going to chat about a bit of my life story, interview style. Just get that out there. And eventually we're going to have everyone on Alithia on just to talk about their faith journey and their faith walk and what Alithia means to them. So um, I think that's all the updates I had. So everyone, uh, please have a very blessed day.